Well, I see that New South Wales Labor has labelled Dominic Perrottet's decision to borrow more than $10 billion to gamble on stocks and in other financial markets as crazy. Daniel Mookie is the Shadow Treasurer. Daniel, good morning, mate. Good morning, Marcus. Thanks for having me on. Pleasure. Tell me about this. It sounds a little, well, concerning. I mean... The T-Corp um, is the scheme hatched by the Treasurer's Department uh, in order to, to what? Put money aside to support businesses in New South Wales, is that right? No, quite the opposite. In right. fact, uh, this, this secret scheme is buried in the back of the New South Wales budget that was handed down two days before lockdown. And, and in essence, what the New South Wales Treasurer is doing is that he's borrowing more than $10 billion to gamble on the stock market and in other financial markets through what's called the New South Wales Generations Fund. Right, now, okay. nobody knows about this plan, and it easily dwarfs the money that we are giving to small businesses fighting to survive this lockdown. I see. See, that's where my confusion is. So what's the Generations Fund all about? I, I was under the impression that it was to, you know, to assist businesses. No. So the Generations Fund was created about three years ago, and right. that's when the government took the money from the privatisation of the West Connects yes. and put it into a fund uh, to set aside effectively for, as a rainy day fund to help us with our debt. The problem okay. is now yep. that the New South Wales government is plunging us further into debt to repay debt, and it is a strategy which no other Australian government has tried, and mm. no other government in the world, best we can tell, has ever tried to borrow billions to buy stocks to repay debt, for the very simple reason that the moment the stock markets turn, you could be out of pocket by a massive, massive amount of money. So essentially, uh, it's our state government gambling, if you like, on the stock market with taxpayer money. Yes. And look, no bank would be allowed to do this. Right. No superannuation fund could do this with your savings. But somehow the government has decided to do this with our taxpayer dollars. It's crazy. And on top of that, this is money we are not using to help small businesses. We will easily pay bondholders hundreds of millions of dollars in interest to pay for the treasurer's bet. But we won't be using a single dollar that's been borrowed to help many of the small businesses that are in the fight of their lives right now through this lockdown. Yep. So, uh, and we know that this this Generations Fund isn't really in the black at all, is it? Didn't it run into debts last year at $25 million plus? Was that right? It did. It, did. it lost... Uh, it's only been around for three years. Yeah. It lost... Tw the last publicly available report about its performance showed that it lost $25 million when, believe it or not, stock markets collapsed in the, at the height of the, of the COVID-19 pandemic last year. Okay. Now, I have no doubt that they probably made back some of that money, but mm. this just shows the risk of using billions of dollars of debt for the Treasurer to effectively be gambling on the stock markets. It could just turn on us any minute. Well, it doesn't sound a responsible use of taxpayer dollars as far as I can see. Daniel? Well, there's been no explanation from the Treasurer about this whatsoever. In fact, it's taken a lot of work by Labor and some other people who pay attention to these markets to mm. find out this was, the, was what the government has been doing. And on top of that, let's just be clear here. You don't need to take our word for this about how risky this is. We have global rating agencies like Standard & Poor's who decide whether or not we have a AAA credit rating coming out and saying 
that this is risky. You have institutions like the Commonwealth Bank pointing out... Well, I was going to say, what do the banks say? Well, I mean, the Commonwealth Bank has uh, has told uh, a lot of people who it works uh, for in the bond market that this mm. is dangerous, that as a result of this strategy, New South Wales will pay more for its debt than any other state. In fact, right now, New South Wales has some of the most expensive debt in the country because we are borrowing so much. This year alone, we are borrowing $35 billion. Mm. Uh, just in, And that was before the lockdown started. It's, it, it is high-risk stuff we're talking about. But the difference here is it's every ordinary taxpayer who's paying for it. And taxpayers don't know about it. The Treasurer hasn't explained it. The rating agencies are saying it's dangerous. The least I say is that we should hear a proper explanation from the government as to why they've decided in the middle of a lockdown to be borrowing so much money to be playing on the stock market. Well, it's not as if you can ask them at the moment because, you know, it's apparently too dangerous for state parliament to sit. Yeah, and, and look, the tennis is itself a pretty troubling sort of result about what happens when you suspend our parliament. I will be asking questions next week of the Treasury officials next Friday when they have to appear at the budget estimates process sure. online. Yep. Um, but we shouldn't have to use that process. If, if the Treasurer was, when the Treasurer is announcing a million dollar spend, he's telling people uh, why he's doing it. He's appearing often. Uh, with the media in front of him. Well, for $10 billion of borrowing to buy stocks, the least the public deserves is an explanation as to what the strategy is here and what exactly is the Treasurer's plan in case this goes wrong. All right. Um, that may be one headache for the Berejiklian governments. Another uh, may well be that new documents have uh, been released after a request from David Shoebridge and it raises fresh questions about the Premier's role in facilitating a $5.5 million grant that Darrell Maguire stood to gain a political benefit from. Uh, this is this situation there in Wagga Wagga with the convention centre and all the rest of it. Uh, I mean, it's becoming even more obvious now that I didn't need to know about that bit, actually. <laughs> There's a bit more to explain. The Premier intervened in the assessment of a $5.5 million grant to a shooting association in Daryl Maguire's electorate months after he had written to her asking for assistance to fund the project. And this all while they were in a relationship. Yeah, it's troubling. I mean, we, we expect our Premier to have good judgment at all times. And of course, you know, people's personal lives are a matter for them, but this one is about the, the use of the state and the state's resources. Yeah. And it is deeply worrying that, again... Time and time again, these type of incidences are brushed off by the Premier. Like she doesn't owe the public an explanation about it. Um, her personal life is her personal life, but when it comes to using taxpayers' dollars and potentially distorting those processes mm-hmm. to benefit people uh, like Darren Maguire, it's deeply worrying. And tech, I think people of New South Wales are entitled to feel that after 10, 10 odd years, what exactly are the standards that the Premier is applying to her government? And if these standards don't apply to her, then how can she enforce them on others? Yep. All right. Well, I'll be speaking further about this with David Shubridge uh, a little later this morning. Good to have you on, mate. We'll keep an eye on this, um, Thanks, this, this other issue. Um, and you, as you say, you will get to ask some questions, You'll, even if it is online. So we've got, uh, what have we got, Senate? Uh, sorry, we've got estimates next week. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, next Friday. Well, we'll be asking some questions about it. I'll, of course, keep you and your listeners up to speed.